Hey there. This is Arya Renee here with Mind Body Torah. I'm sitting here with Manu Renee, a IFS practitioner, health education specialist, and my wife. And today we're going to be talking about Teshuvah, repentance uh, in a balanced, healthy approach. Um, so, first, maybe we can start exploring together associations we have with what teshuva is, uh, what it means for you, what it means for me, uh, and maybe just in that way kind of set a set the baseline. Um, for me, I guess I'm thinking, I've been thinking about two different uh, conceptions. One is teshuva is this pure returning to the self, to the soul. Um, this um, this process of return to you know, we sing in the song, return, return, return again, return to, to who you are, return to what you are. Um, it's, it's all about coming back to our, our true self, our true, our true, um, you know, beyond the physical, beyond the material, our, our spiritual self. <clears throat> and on the other hand, there's Teshuvah, is this process of Cheshbon uh, HaNefesh, we're looking at our soul and understanding what did we do wrong? What did we? What can we? How can we improve for this new year? It's more the idea of repentance that we think of, of um, how practically how can I improve myself uh, so I can enter this new year, Tafshin uh, paid Dalit, as a as a better person than I was last year, um, not repeat the same mistakes I made last year, not get out of those habits that I've been stuck in. So those are just kind of two main ways I understand Teshuvah. Um, what, what about yourself? Yeah, I agree. And I think they actually go together. Um, first, I want to define self as you're talking about it. You're talking about capital S self. And we hear in internal family systems, which is a type of therapy, um, as the self being our core essence, the center of who we are. It's always calm and compassionate and curious and courageous and connected and creative and all the C words. Um, and I think when we return to ourself, to our soul, um, then we can look at what we've done in the past year from a place of curiosity and compassion. And that's the key. Instead of looking back from a part, as we would say in IFS, like the inner critic, um, looking back from a place of shame and not enoughness, and then it's much harder to change. Mm-hmm. So it, it all starts with being in, being in, as I say in IFS, being in self, being in, being in soul, um, in that our soul is this pure love. Is that accurate? Yeah. And it, it can't, it can't be dirtied. It can't be broken. We all have this, this core self, um, the center of our being, of our wisdom. It knows exactly how to heal um, how to relate to our parts and to other people from a place of curiosity, compassion, openness. Um, so no matter what we do or what happens to us, um, it can't be damaged. We all have this self. And it's, yeah, it's it's the root of our, the center of our healing. Mm-hmm. When we talk about our soul as being a, a piece of God. Right. Um, so that's a reflection of God. God is also all mm-hmm. loving, all knowing um, God is all present, but our soul maybe is a little bit more localized in our specific body. Um, but we're, 
on the level of soul, we're all connected. We're all, we're all one. Um, so it sounds like when we, this work is like coming back to the soul consciousness. Um, and when we can do that, then we'll, we'll just have total clarity uh, and we'll be able to, to act, to interact in the world with total, um, total compassion, total um, goodness. Yeah, that's true. In IFS, we talk about our self, you know, capital S self in us. Mm-hmm. And we also have the big self, you know, which is around us. And so I like mm-hmm. to think of it, you know, that we're all connected in this big field of self. Mm-hmm. Even our parts have self. So there's many different levels of self. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, so God is not just outside of us. He is also within us. And so to access God, you can really just tune into yourself. And the importance of, you were saying, looking back on our past year from this place of compassion, um, self also has perspective, um, knows why, you know, we do what we do, as opposed to looking back from a part, which would be looking back, you know, in shame and criticism. Why did I do this? You know, I'll hate, I'll hate, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's important not just to push those parts away. In mm-hmm. fact, to get them to separate, as we would say in IFS, mm-hmm. you have to first get to know them. Mm-hmm. You know, get to know the inner critic, why it's beating you up like this. And then mm-hmm. ask it to step aside, to separate. So then we can look at ourselves from a place of compassion. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I come to a place of self, a place of soul. Um, and how do, how do I even do that? Yeah, I think we have to talk about parts. So in IFS... We are all made of different parts, which are really like little sub-personalities within us. Um, And for example, you could have the inner critic. I work in food addiction, so you could have the binging part. You could have the perfectionistic part. Mm -hmm. And all these parts are good and trying to help us. Mm -hmm. Um, Some are just forced to take on extreme roles due to painful life experiences. Mm -hmm. So we have these little wounded children within us. And then we have the protector parts that come up. Um, to try to protect us from feeling those Mm -hmm. raw, vulnerable wounds. Mm -hmm. So it's the protector parts that are the ones who are are stealing, who are jealous, who are beating ourselves up. And first we get to know them, and then we can go sit with our younger parts in the way they need to someone back them and help them release their burdens so that the protectors can relax so they don't have to act out. Does that make sense? Mm. So we have these parts inside of us, um, that want different things. You know, part of me wants to, to fast on Yom Kippur and part of me wants to, to eat and drink. Um, so I have these different parts. And, okay, what next? What else? And all parts are good and trying to help. Even if they seem bad from the outcome of their a- the actions, they have positive intentions. Right. It's Yom Kippur and part of me wants to eat. It wants right. to eat because I want to be healthy. I want to feel I want to feel good right it's not a bad part and when we shame parts which Mm -hmm. is very common we create these polarizations which is parts that are holding different views and one hates the other Mm -hmm. um we just create more shame and inner conflict in the system Mm, right so I can have these two parts one wants to eat one wants to fast and they can become uh really they can become polarized to each other and and then I have this whole internal war in my my, inside of me Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm So I'm coming back to Teshuvah and, you know, identifying where did I get off course this past year? Uh, I'm thinking, how do we do do that without getting trapped in this polarization? Oh, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, but I wanted, I needed this Mm -hmm. or I I wanted that. Kind of rationalizations maybe. Right. Also could be be parts. How do I, so how do I 
um, to, to shuva without, you know, getting t- trapped in self-blame on one end mm-hmm. or in rationalization or on rationalizations on the other end. Right. Great question, Arya. So self is the one who listens to everybody. So what we mm-hmm. do is we, it's called unblending. We ask these parts to step back. Mm-hmm. The one who is criticizing us, the one who wants to do the things, who's rationalizing. And we can kind of look at both of them mm-hmm. and interact with them. Mm-hmm. Um, from this place of calm, curiosity, compassion, and one by one ask them, you know, why are they doing what they're doing? How are they trying to help you? We might even go and and, um, help the wounded parts, the inner children that are underneath them, if that is appropriate and they're ready. Um, It's what really whatever feels safe for the system. We're not barging through, you know, to heal our wounds. Mm -hmm. So when we listen to these polarized parts, Um, then they actually calm down because someone's listening to them so they don't have to fight as much. Mm-hmm. And then when we come back to self, when we're in this place of self, we can know what to do. One of the C's of self is choice. So we're not making decisions, impulsive decisions from these parts. Mm-hmm. Um, we say we're self-led. You know, mm-hmm. We can um, use the parts as resources. They're valuable. They have lots of wisdom. Mm-hmm. But, but we're the ones in the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like self slash soul is really this referee, this um, this judge who needs to decide, you know, with compassion, right. but without um, without bias. Um, and I'm remembering in the Torah it talks about how a judge should not receive any kind of gifts from the, the people that they are judging. Right. Um, and so often, you know, if we have different parts, um, they're going to be trying to bribe their way through <laughs> the system. Um, and, um, but the judge really, the, the soul really needs to be impartial and really, um, it's hard. It's hard right. to, to maintain that impartiality, to maintain that. Well, how are we able to do that? How are we able to stay in that place of, of compassion and openness right. without, you know, getting suckered into, well, oh, you're so cute. I can't, <laughs> how could I say no to you? Well, the answer is just to be in self. You know, self doesn't side with anyone. Self understands all the parts. Self doesn't judge any of the parts. Self listens to them with compassion. So if you're siding with one, it means a part has stepped in that likes that one better, and that's okay. Mm. We just ask the part to step aside and come back to this place of centeredness and compassion. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like, I mean, this is teshuva, this process of returning again right. and again to self. And when something comes up and you um, might start um, becoming biased, you know, let's say you have an, an old habit that you're working on. Um, let's say for myself, you know, I'll find myself working, working and I'll, and I'll keep pushing myself even when I know I need to take a break. Um, so this is this habit that I, I keep doing, uh, instead of and ignoring when I'm, when feelings are coming up and telling me, Oh, it's time to take a break. Okay. Just take a few minutes off, you know, check on how you're feeling. Okay. You're not feeling good. Take a little break. Um, and I'm ignoring that. Um, so I need to, to come back into self. I need to, um, how, how do I do that in the moment? Just noticing the parts that are active. What parts do you think are active in that moment? Mm-hmm. Just taking a moment to, to breathe. Maybe that's probably a good way to also, right? Pausing, breathing, mm-hmm. closing my eyes. Creating some distance. Mm-hmm. You say what parts are active in that that, moment? That moment, it's like the part that just wants to to achieve, the part that is afraid to stop. 
parts that are um, feel like I, you know, I, I should be able to work longer. Mm. If I can't, then something wrong with something's wrong with me. Exactly. So a lot of shoulds. This part is pushing you to work, or else. And here is the exile, this wounded child. Mm-hmm. You aren't worthless. You're not enough. Something's wrong with you. So this part is driving you so hard to protect from those painful beliefs. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm. So the part is driving me to protect me from the... Because if the part was not there, then I might become more focused on how I'm not, I'm not worthy of love. I'm, exactly. Why, why is that? That's how the system works. Um, IFS, we develop these wounds, these exiles that hold mm-hmm. beliefs as mm-hmm. kids. We're unworthy. I'm not good enough. Something is wrong with me. And then we have the protector parts that come in. Um, they're often very young, too, because they come up, they develop right after the exile. And the protectors are there to protect us from feeling these raw, vulnerable emotions. And we would just be paralyzed with them if we were flooded with these feelings all the time. So the protector parts keep them locked away. And they do things like work a lot, like mm-hmm. eat, you know, to to try to comfort us, to hide these feelings, to make us feel like we are enough. So I'm working and I'm afraid to stop. Because if I stop, I might have to, I might start feeling senses of a uh, lack of work, a lack of worth. I might start to feel, um, is that accurate? That's why the part is doing its job. There are also other parts in play. You know, like you have a part that sounds like a self-care part. Like, no, I, I need to go take a break. Mm-hmm. So those parts sound kind of polarized. Um, mm-hmm. So it's not always so black and white, like I'm just going to stop working and then I'm going to feel terrible. Because there's this other self-care part that knows that, no, it'll actually be good for you to take a break. Mm-hmm. So we, we in IFS, we listen to both of them, mm-hmm. you know. And the goal is to unburden our parts so they're just not as extreme, so that they can work together in harmony um, and, and just not be as extreme. So you want your part that's working hard. That's great. It helps you achieve things. Mm-hmm. Um, but you want it to be in balance that you can be like, okay, or the self-care part can come in and self can be like, oh yeah, you're right, self-care part. Thanks for letting me know. Time to take a break. Mm-hmm. Thank you, working part that's been working so hard, you know. And that working part in this context is being is being a manager, is or sorry, being a protector. Um, what's it between manager parts and protector parts? Yeah, I don't know how, how in-depth we we're going to get here, but basically we have, I said we had our exiles, those are the wounded in our children, and we have our protector parts. So those are the two main classes. That's the most important. Mm-hmm. The exiles are the ones that are feeling the pain. The protectors are the ones that are protecting against feeling that pain. So the pain is I'm not, I'm not good enough. Right. You know, if, I don't, if I don't accomplish this, if I stop early, then there's something wrong with me. Right. And the protector part is saying keep, keep doing, you know, keep working, keep, uh, you can do this. Exactly. Um, don't, don't feel that pain. Exactly. And then within protectors, we have the managers those are the ones that are proactively trying to protect from that pain, like the one that's working a lot. And then if that doesn't work and your that pain comes up, then we have the firefighters. And those are the ones that go to the food or the alcohol or the drugs or sometimes even work. Workaholism can be a firefighter. Um, they're, they're the reactive parts that are if we're already feeling these painful feelings, um, these parts are going to come up to try to, you know, um, quench the flames of pain. So the managers are proactive and the firefighters are reactive. Gotcha. So I'm trying to push myself to keep working. I don't want to stop working because then I'm going to start, I might question my self-worth. Oh, if I didn't finish producing this, if I didn't finish this by this deadline, um, 
maybe there's something wrong with me. So that's like a protector part saying you have to you have to keep working. Yeah. That's a manager, specifically yeah. a manager, it's a type of protector part. Right. And the other protector part that can come in is after I'm done and I, I don't feel good, maybe I'll go and um and I'll, you know, eat food even though I'm not even hungry. Right. Just trying to eat some food to exactly. kind of cover up those feelings that I'm, I'm feeling a little headachey, I'm feeling a little right. overwhelmed, a little stressed. Um, so it's two kinds of protector parts. Yeah, but I, I don't like to get into the distinction so much because it can get us stuck in our cognitive parts and get us confused. I, I know it took me a long time to get that distinction, so it doesn't really matter. The point is there are some parts that are in pain and there are other parts that are trying to protect us from that pain using a variety of strategies. So the main thing is to identify there's a part that if I'm not feeling compassion, calm, cool, and collected, all the all the C's of self, then I am in a part. That's the main thing, right? I don't need to identify what what part it is, or um, is it a manager, or all that. The main thing is to recognize, am I in a part right now, or am I in self? Exactly. I don't know if self is cool, but definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to add that one in. Definitely cool in my book. Um Self is more, I think, warm and compassionate. But um, so, yeah. Self so the perfect temperature. Exactly. So it's just noticing if we're if we're in a part and unblending from that part. It doesn't really matter what part it is. Gotcha. So how do I do teshuva without without getting caught in a part? Maybe I could be in a manager part, you know, right. teshuva, and then I'm telling myself you did this wrong. You, right. You know, you should be able to work harder. You should be able to accomplish more. Um, how do I how do I do teshuva with from a place of self? Great question, Arie. I don't know if I have all the answers, but it's just noticing. Noticing how are you talking to yourself? How are you thinking about your past actions? Are you berating yourself? Is it a lot of shoulds? I should. I could have done better. I'm not good enough. Then you know it's a part. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's from a place of compassion and open-heartedness and understanding, mm-hmm. um, then you're in self. Hmm. So I just check in. How am I feeling? Am I... Um, I, if I'm doing tshuva, I need to make sure that I'm actually coming from a place of love. If I'm not coming from a place of love, I'm not. I'm not in self, and therefore, then that tshuva is just not going to work. It's just gonna. What's going to come? What's going to happen? I don't know. It just could create more inner shame and guilt, and I don't think that's our goal. And more exiles as well. Is that? Is that mm, accurate? It might. It will activate the old wounds for sure of not good enough, and that's not what we want to do. So when we notice um, that we're being judgmental or critical, just just notice that part and ask that part if it'd be willing to step aside, thanking it for trying to help you. You could get to know it too. Ask mm-hmm. it how it's trying to help. Mm-hmm. And then check again. How am I feeling towards you know myself who made this mistake? If you're feeling more compassionate, then you can actually get to know that part. Oh, why did you do this? And I promise you there will always be a positive intention there. Mm-hmm. Okay, that, you heard that, folks. You got the manya guarantee. Dick Schwartz worked in, in prisons. He worked with people who committed murder and sexual abuse. All their parts, all those extreme parts had positive intentions, and they all developed to protect the child, usually during a time of abuse. Mm-hmm. Mm. And we need, to, um, we need to thank those parts, you're saying. That's the only way to get those parts to step aside um, so we can get back to self. Um, I wouldn't say thank them is the way to get to self. You, you get to know them. You sit with them. You get to know them. You get to know why they did what they did. 
And when you discover their positive intention, you feel naturally more appreciative towards them. And when they feel your care and compassion, then they soften back. So those parts, you know, whatever we're feeling right now, if we're not feeling calm, compassion, um, etc., then that we're in a part. And we need to thank it, but we can't thank it as a way to get out of the way. Right. That's an agenda. It's another part. Mm -hmm. We need to just thank it, be with it. Uh, and that can be really hard. Yeah, for sure. And often you need the support of a therapist or another person to hold the self-container. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but when we're able to hold those feelings, able to hold those parts, you're saying they'll naturally melt away soften. no they're they're always going to be there but they'll mm -hmm. soften they'll soften mm -hmm. and the most important thing is to help them release their burdens mm -hmm. you know so once you get to know i mean an extreme example the the part that you know committed violence or abuse and you find out that it was actually a young part you can ask parts how old they are and that mm -hmm. it was just trying to protect you from you know these terrible feelings of powerlessness and worthlessness and abandonment um, which are all feelings exiles can hold, mm -hmm. um, then, you know, you can hug the part. You'll, you'll really feel compassion towards it. Mm -hmm. Regardless of the terrible consequences of its behavior, you'll understand the positive intentions. Mm -hmm. um, and then the most important thing is when that, you'll ask that part permission, mm -hmm. will you give me permission to be with the younger one underneath that you're trying so hard to protect. Mm -hmm. And that's the most important thing in IFS, sitting with these exile parts, these younger parts of us, offering them our compassion, and then help when they're ready, helping them release these burdens, these beliefs of unworthiness. Mm -hmm. um, and then the protector can relax. Releasing the burden, that's going to be, how do you release the burdens? In IFS, it's a process called unburdening. I mean, the most important thing is just to sit with the part so they know they're not alone, to give it what they needed back then, mm -hmm. being like the perfect parent. But there's this nice ritual we do when they're ready, which is just finding all the pain and the beliefs they're holding mm -hmm. that are not serving them, that are painful in their bodies, and letting them release it to one of the natural elements, which are transformative. So fire, light, earth. Um, wind, water, Hashem, air. And you can see the difference in someone's face as they're unburdening. And um, these beliefs and these pe this pain and this negative energy is going up to the light. Mm -hmm. And it's very beautiful. Mm. Uh, and it sounds like being with... I mean, sorry, you're getting a little complicated for me. <laughs> and we're just touching the surface of this stuff. Um, but I just want to, you know, a takeaway. Um, it sounds like... Um, you know, kind of the idea of Gamzu Latoba, this too is for the good. Um, and that could be a form of spiritual bypassing and saying, okay, this happened and, you know, I'm feeling upset, but I'm just, this is all for the good. And I'm pushing away my, um, what I'm feeling. I could be a manager part, kind of covering up my own being, feeling of being upset. Um, but I could also use attitude of Gamzu Latoba to each part that comes up. Oh, I'm feeling upset. This upsetness this is mm, also for the good. This part, this part is here for the good. Um, and so when we're doing our process of Teshuvah, this, this time period, we, whatever is coming up, whatever parts, whatever emotions are coming up, we can feel gums of the top, this is for the good, and really appreciate it sincerely, and recognize there's some purpose that it, it's here for, this emotion is here to help me in some way, even if at this moment it feels counterproductive, it feels like it's getting in the way of, of me living my life, getting in the way of me being in self. Um, and only then can we arrive at self almost as a, a gift from above, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. By attending to our parts, then they separate. There's no, you know, we have this phrase in IFS called a race to self. Once we find out about self, we just want to be there all the time. Mm-hmm. But that's an agenda. So the only way to get to self is by to, to attend to our parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, knowing they're trying to help us, caring for them. And then they separate. And then mm-hmm. we feel more spaciousness and compassion. Mm-hmm. And then we can help them heal. Mm. It sounds like that's our real focus of our work. Our work is really, our job is really to, to attend to our parts. Mm-hmm. And then self will come as a gift from above. Mm, I wouldn't say from above. It's there. It's in us too. It's mm. not something Hashem has to give us. He gave it self to us by letting us be born. You know, we all mm. have this inherent gift in us. Mm. It's just attending to the parts so they separate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our natural self, which is always there, will come shining through. You can't get to self by you can't bypass the parts. Like the right. self is going to emerge, whether from above, from below, from wherever it is, right. it's already there. Right. Our work is not to get to self; it's to give our parts the our emotions that are coming up, the compassion they need to feel safe, to not have to be in control right and then our self will naturally be revealed right being there the whole time exactly the best analogy i know is that the parts are like clouds and the self is the sun and it's always there even when it's covered up even when it's a very rainy stormy day even when there's a huge hurricane self cannot be damaged so you know we attend to the clouds they separate beautiful thank you so much manya um and uh wish us a year of uh of illumination, the light of, of self, of, of soul. Of um, God. Of God. May it, may it shine through all of us. And I think it, my light will be able to shine a lot brighter thanks to thanks to your uh, what you've shared today. I thanks, really right. Yeah, thanks for inviting me on. Thank you. Hi, right, everyone. Have a wonderful uh, rest of your week and a beautiful Yom Kippur.